Welcome to Worship with St. Stephen Lutheran Church in New Orleans, Louisiana, as we began our second season of worship with this podcast. Today is the first Sunday in Advent, November 28, 2021. O come, let us worship the Lord. Uh, our order of service is uh, in this With One Voice page 46, and um, we begin with the lighting of the Advent wreath. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Also with you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the Word was life, and the life was life of all people. The Word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Please be seated for the readings. The first reading is from the 23rd chapter of Jeremiah. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the good promise I made to the people of Israel and Judah in those days and at that time. I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved. And Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which you will be called, the Lord our righteous Savior. This is the word of the Lord. Our hymn is hymn 629. is from the third chapter of 1 Thessalonians. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in, our, in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise for the gospel acclamation.
Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 19th chapter. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place, where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began to joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. This is the Gospel of the Lord. We continue with the hymn of the day, hymn 617A. Please be seated. God's grace, his mercy, his peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus has come and Jesus 
will come again. This is what Advent is about. Advent's all also about us preparing for that. As we heard last week, the last Sunday of the church year, is about what if when the master is going to come back, be ready. And indeed, a lot of people were ready when Jesus made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And once again, Jesus said, I need to do things this way and that way to fulfill Scripture. And it happened this way and that way. However, Jesus prescribed is how it happened. And the people spontaneously began to react, respond, as Jesus made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, signifying that he is the Messiah. And these people had seen many things that he, that Jesus had done, including raising people from the dead. Now, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. But these people had seen that, and when they saw him making his entry, they praised God. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And of course, Jesus had his detractors. And when he was challenged and, and tell your disciples to, to stop that, stop praising you, Jesus doubled down and said, if they are quiet, even the rocks and stones themselves will sing. This is something far bigger than just what's going on with you. This is something that involves the whole earth, the creation. As the scripture says, it's moaning and groaning as in childbirth, waiting for the Messiah to come. And the Messiah has come, and salvation has come. When you open presents, remember the greatest present of all. I know, you know as Christmas comes and, and that sort of thing, we think about, oh, what's that person got in store for me? And how can I reciprocate? How can I get a present that's, that's going to fill them with as much joy as I'm going to get? Or maybe even more. Maybe I can one-up them. Well, there's one present you'll never one-up. As a matter of fact, the present of salvation given to us is insulting to try and one-up. Can you outgive God? No. And so, in our culture, it's a bit uncomfortable to receive something you didn't work for or don't deserve or anything like that. But this is exactly a humbling experience for us because we have to once again realize that we are sinful and that we don't deserve anything good from God because God is sinless himself and God demands perfection. But of course, 
we are not perfect. We all know this. Even on our best days, we still fail. But what's the present? The present is Christ himself. And this is not just some hastily made plan. This was something that was revealed long before, even in the Garden of Eden. Satan will strike his heel, but he will crush Satan's head. And that was the first scripture pointing towards the coming Messiah. And Jesus did suffer and die. That was the bite from Satan. That was the bite from sin, from death, from your sin, from my sin, from Satan, of course. And it required total sacrifice. Because when you look back in Scripture, the sacrifices that God instituted to prepare us for the total sacrifice of the Messiah, that is what we're looking at. Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem and the culmination of his earthly ministry, the way we see him, tabernacling among us, Emmanuel, God with us. And once Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross and gave up his spirit, God said, well done, good and faithful servant. And then that enabled God to say, well done to you and to me, good and faithful servant, because the faith that God has given to you and to me shows coverage of what the Messiah has done for us. And so now God looks down from heaven and sees Christian, which is little Christ. Little Christs, that's what you look like to God. And the Bible even says that we smell like Jesus, the aroma that comes off of us, comes from our baptism, our receiving the Lord's Supper. It comes from the faith that God has given us and the response that we give to God. This world is perilous. This world has many dark holes. This world has many thoughts that exclude God. While somebody even came up with a way how this world existed, came to existence without God. And it pervades the thoughts of many today. Even Christians talk about evolution and those kinds of things. But just like Jesus riding into Jerusalem, humble, on the colt, nonetheless, it is a victory procession. And some people look at it and they don't see what faith allows us to see. Maybe they see somebody who was a good man, but somewhat misguided, like Judas saw there for a second. 
And a lot of people thought that the Messiah was going to come and conquer the Romans, send them packing. And this is what they thought was going to happen. But once again, they were thinking too low because this world in itself is condemned. This world is not the prize. Whoever wins this world does not win eternal life. And so today, as we begin Advent season, realize this, that Jesus is not the king of this world, even though he is, but Jesus is talking about something far greater, a kingdom that will never pass away. Heaven. And we await that. But while we wait, we prepare ourselves because Jesus is the master who has gone away for a while, although he really hasn't gone away. It may look like it, but Jesus is still here with us especially when we receive the body and blood of Christ himself from his command. And we receive the forgiveness of sins. Who is proclaiming that but Christ himself? And Jesus prays for us. And Jesus prepares us. And the Holy Spirit is with us, convincing us and showing us that what may seem menial and what may seem normal is actually supernatural. Christ, born to die, and Christ, living to save, to save you and to save me. And even though he died, he's still alive. He's not walking among us because we couldn't take that. We would mistake him once again. But his children... No, it's time to get ready. It's time to prepare ourselves. And maybe, maybe the advent of our king will come a little bit earlier than we expected. It might come earlier for you. We don't know. We just found that out last week, didn't we? that there are no assumptions that are safe. Thinking that someone is going to live to a ripe old age, whatever that means. There's no guarantees of that. There's no guarantees that if you're the greatest person on earth, that you will live great long years because I think being the greatest person on earth sometimes means that you're burning the candle at both ends. And that might shorten a life. To be a great person on earth might shorten. But whether you're a great person or not so great or just ordinary, if you're a child of God, you have what it takes. God has bestowed the gift of eternal life. And as you two wait, just as anybody else waits for the Savior to come again, rejoice. 
your salvation is at hand. And it is closer now than it was yesterday. Keep heart. Repent. Live in faith. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We continue with the hymn of response, hymn 725. In Christ you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. Up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
If anyone is in Christ, there's a new creation. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, let us be reconciled to God and to one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and Mighty God, have mercy on you and forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. Sisters and brothers, rejoice. Mend your ways. Encourage one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us pray. Merciful God, in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you embrace our lives with your great love and humanity. For the joy and gladness that we have Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. To you, O Lord, we lift up our souls, and in you we put our trust. Do not let us be ashamed of our hope, but come quickly. Sustain us by your holy gospel, that we may have joy at the advent of Christ our Savior, Lord, in your mercy, we praise you, O Lord of hosts. You have fulfilled your promises of salvation by sending Jesus to suffer. Your, uh, and he suffers your just wrath on the cross that we might be declared righteous in your sight. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon us Bless pastors in their proclamation of your word and preserve us in our baptismal grace that your son might always be our righteousness. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of all, your son declared that if his disciples ceased praising him, the very stones would cry out. Receive our thanks that you continue to preserve your word among us. Even in a world that opposes your name, Grant us tongues that joyfully declare your praise. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, our King, righteous and justice are the foundations of your throne, and steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. 
Watch over the authorities of our land and grant that they govern justly so that we may live in peace as we proclaim your love and faithfulness. Lord, in your mercy, we give thanks to you, O God, that you established our hearts blameless and holiness uh, before you. So you also provide for all our needs in this body and life. Hear our earnest praise for those uh, prayers for those who are in need of your mercy. We pray for Michael Bricado, Hannah Simon, Mark Legrand, Chuck Aldridge, Calvin Hensler, Dennis Darcy, Carrie Pierre, Barbara Marjorjewski, Harold Perkle, Yvonne Ferrand, Lisa Bardwell, Shirley Mansfield, Joe Anderson, Cindy Harper, Sarah Fleming, Susan Nielsen, Cass Marjorjewski, Bruce Johnson, Paul Bates, Esperanza Gonzalez, John Knorr, Carter Beckwith, Kimberly Jordan, Lloyd Log uh, Loga, Ruth Loga, Dolores Bordley, Mickey Greer, Alan Norton, John LaCicero, Drew uh, Butfred, uh, Bridget Gunn, Rita Hilkin, Debbie Harmon, Daryl Fabian, Carla Fabian, Brianna Crabtree, Ruth Wagner, uh, um, Wayne Schiffler, uh, Phil Dickey, Connie Goings, Blake Janu, um, Sherry Smith, Gail Ayo, Nancy Longstad, and David Huff, all seeking healing. Uh, we also pray that you would uh, be with the Clayson family at this time as they, uh, as they mourn the loss of Charlie. Hear our earnest prayers for them and comfort all who mourn until the coming of our Lord Jesus with his saints. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God and Father, direct the way of those who travel. Protect them on their way. Preserve them from loss and complication. And grant them success in their journey and joy upon their return home. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, you declared that the days were coming when you would accomplish our salvation, and in your time you caused your Son, the righteous, the righteous branch, to, bring up, to spring up for David. By your grace, keep us joined as branches to Christ, that we might bear fruit until the day he returns in glory. For he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us... Um, just a second here. Yes. Um, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. We continue with the sending song, hymn 626. Please be seated.
let's rise for the mission statement. As believers in Christ, St. Stephen Lutheran Church is committed to serving God by sharing the good news of Christ with all people. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thank you.